you know, I think any kind of shared experience can help when you're a coach. And we've got a couple guys with experience in it. But in the end, uh, when that ball tips up, it's all about those guys on that court. You know, you got to get them ready, but they got to be able to handle the pressure. Um, they've got to be able to play through adversity. Uh, they've got to be consistent over three days. One thing I always do share with them, there's no more fun in basketball. Well, I say that. There's not much more fun in basketball than winning in St. Louis. And I feel very confident in our team against anyone. Uh, it doesn't matter what school you name, I'm going to be confident in our team. So it really is just a matter of taking care of the ball on our side of the net. You know, when we're passing well, we win the match. It is There's a direct correlation. So I think for us, the first and most important thing we have to focus on is our health. You, know, you need to just use your strengths at their highest level. Well, obviously, if we, if we look at the Eastern game and then the game they uh, played the day before, that's a 46 nothing victory and a 48-10 victory. So what stands out to you? The impressive offensive numbers. You've got Brady Davis, who's throwing the lights out of the ball. Spencer Schnell is tearing it up as a receiver. Um, and then you've got, obviously, Markel Smith and James Robinson. I think they're the backbone of this offense. You know, injuries can almost always hinder a team season, especially when it happens to your key players. As we- But I really like how you said these young women are stepping up. You know, we have freshmen, sophomores who really didn't see any playing time last year, so it's really they're still kind of like freshmen on the court. There's no question that uh, fans are frustrated, and I'm sure there's people um, in athletics who are frustrated with the way the season ended. I mean, Dan would tell you that he's probably frustrated uh, with the way that the season ended. Um, There is no question that the team fell short of the expectations that it had. Uh, Yeah, there's no question. Dan Muller was brought in here to win basketball games, and and, uh, they should have probably done that a little bit more often than they did this year. Hey everybody, Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 The Score and ISU Redbird alum. Hey Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. It's now time. It's now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 36th episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farwell here with you this evening on June 6, 2019, welcoming listeners to the 36th episode of Will's 5th Quarter Special. I'm your host, Will Farwell, here for this special edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk, where we are once again introing what we do on every other episode. It is the Redbird Sports Update, where we cover all things Illinois State Athletics on the campus of Illinois State University, home of the Redbirds. We cover all sports, fall, spring, and offseason in the summer as well but we have some special fifth quarter sports talk with the redbird sports update this week as we are recapping the redbird baseball team in the ncaa tournament yes the illinois state redbird baseball team their first year under their new head coach steve holm who was the former pitching coach for the purdue boilermakers took the redbird baseball team into the ncaa tourney but sadly the redbirds did not win Moving forward, after facing the University of Louisville over in Louisville, Kentucky, back this past weekend, and they won the first game of the 3-4-2 against Louisville. That was a 3 p.m. first pitch, June 1st. They lost 11-2, and then it's a double elimination, so they had to play another game. They lost a very close game. It was a very well-played baseball game by both Louisville and Illinois State there Monday, June 3rd, earlier this week. They lost 4-3. to three. So the Redbirds had some excitement, though, this year. You know, a new coach, the talent of these players, the pitchers really stepped up. Jeff Lindgren's a big name. 
Uh, the three pitchers especially I'm going to touch on, Jeff Lindgren, Brent Hedrick, and Matt Walker. And there's a reason I'm mentioning those three names specifically. We're going to get to that in a little bit here in this episode. And just a lot of these players did really good. I think the game I was most impressed with during this tournament was the way they took down the Indiana Hoosiers 8-7. to And that's the thing you really watch for with a team. You know, you want to talk about how well they're doing and such throughout the season, but it always comes down to how well they do in postseason that can define a team's season success. You know, a lot of people say, oh, this team was successful one year, they weren't successful the next year. But you look at their postseason as well, and you know how these players are able to keep up what they're doing in the regular season moving forward into the postseason when they're facing tougher opponents out of their conference and they're being tested. You know, you see where your players really are at that point. Seems like Dallas Baptist and Indiana State might have to keep their uh, scouting reports updated the way they played with the Raptors. Not even, you know, and we got to break it down the games a little bit. You know, I mean, you see a you see a four two win they had against Louisville, but the game I'm also paying attention to that was kind of the decider in the double elimination with Louisville was that close four three loss back uh, earlier this week on June third. You know, Louisville's a tough opponent. You know, the pitching's great. They got pretty good offense, mostly known for the pitching. And I have a feeling, I know a lot of teams, you know, we saw it with Redbird basketball in the men's side. I'm just going to compare it to this a little bit, what I'm getting to in your answer. Um, When we see tough opponents that they face like that, maybe a close loss or close win, Mueller would try and schedule them for next year. I have a feeling, and I'm sure you can agree, that in their non-conference play, we might see the Redbirds either going to or hosting Louisville, maybe like in a little rematch of that double elimination or when they get to the postseason next year. But you have to agree, you might see that as a possibility. You know, when the offense isn't going one game, that's what they're known for. They're able to translate it to the other side of the field real well. But we're going to tie into those few players that you mentioned. There was something special that happened this week. I'm sure you remember the MLB draft just took place, and – there were five Illinois State Redbird players, draft outfielder who can also play a little third base. Joe Isles was drafted to the Colorado Rockies. We had Brent Edrick taken in the ninth round to the Minnesota Twins. John Rave getting drafted in round five to the Kansas City Royals. Jeff Lindgren getting drafted to the Miami Marlins. And Matt Walker as well going to the Detroit Tigers. But, you know, later round, early round, that's still got to be really exciting for, you know, Coach Steve Holm, the players. I mean, you have Owen Miller getting drafted last year to the Padres. We all know about Paul DeYoung a few years ago, you know, what he's doing so far at the St. Louis Cardinals. Then looking at some of the prospects, Gunnar Peterson's a name I've paid attention to this year, one of those really good young hitters. It seems like you almost stands in the bullpen. They have a lot of young players. I think we saw that when Holm came to the program. He kind of knew what he had to work with. This is going to be a good young team moving forward, I think. So, a lot of excitement for the baseball team at Illinois State moving forward. Congrats to Steve Holman and his crew on a really great season, 36 wins. And, uh, you know, congrats to those five players as well. Whenever you talk about different levels of baseball, whether it be independent baseball, collegiate baseball, minor league baseball, or professional baseball in the majors, you always, one of those connects in some way, you know, based on a player or a team or something historical. And I think it's just exciting that five Illinois State Redbirds got selected to the draft this year. Uh, we want to congratulate those players on that, especially we want to congratulate Joe Isles, Brent Edrick, Jeff Lindgren, John Rave, Matt Walker, and those five players that were selected uh, 
to their respective teams in Major League Baseball's 2019 draft this year. We want to wish them nothing but the best looking forward. So we're going to head into the part of the show everyone loves and enjoys. It's Will's Sports Movie Moment. We all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. This segment gives myself, my guest host, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern day sports. Listeners can hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page and post their own sports movie moment favorite. Mine's going to be a baseball movie. And it's going to be Little Big League. It's actually a story about a young boy. He's about 9 or 10, 12, right in that range. Uh, his name is Billy Haywood. And he's, uh, you know, he starts out playing a Little League game where the movie starts. You know, he's playing Little League baseball, you know, and he doesn't do well. But his grandfather, who's actually the owner of the Minnesota Twins, is, uh, you know, taking him out for ice cream. And suddenly, after they go to a game, he passes away out of nowhere. And uh, gives his grandson, like, probably something he didn't expect. It made him the owner of the Minnesota Twins. Gave him the Twins. And uh, Billy didn't like the manager too much that was managing the team. Thought he wasn't managing the players too well. Farrell was his name. And he becomes the manager for the Minnesota Twins. You know, kid being a manager, it, it, it's Hollywood. So it's a movie. But it it's a great story that connects to the Redbird baseball team really well. Because Billy Haywood's a new coach coming to a team that had an issue you know their, their their playing wasn't going too well and they wanted to go in a different direction they had the talent they just needed the right guy at the helm billy was that guy he took them right near the wild card they lost to seattle though after ken griffey jr got a rough uh home run robbing catch and uh of luke collins and they didn't win the game but uh you know moral story was you know doesn't matter who the coach is if uh it's the right guy to lead that team he could take them to success so that's the scene. The way it compares to Redbird Baseball, like I said, you know, comparing that new coach in Billy Haywood to Steve Holmes. Steve Holmes had success as a pitching coach. He brought it over to Illinois State to be the manager of the, and head coach of the Illinois State Redbird Baseball program. And that's not an easy task, but he took them to a 36-win season. Lots of success moving forward. I have high hopes for the team next year as well in the future. They have some really good players there still. You know, they, he brought in a really good recruiter with him, Coach Steve Holm did, so they're going to be able to bring in some really good players. And five players drafted as well to the major league draft, so that's exciting. That's kind of how those two compare, though, is it matches with, you know, the scene of a new coach, bring in a great personality and vibe to an environment, to a baseball team. So that compares really well with the Illinois State Redbird baseball team, where they are right now and where they are moving forward. If you haven't seen that movie, Little Big League, it's an older one, but you, you gotta love good baseball classic movies. Go check that one out. So that's all the time we have in episode 36 of Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Tune in next time to our Facebook Live next week as we cover all things Chicago Bears offseason. We're gonna cover the NBA Draft Combine as the Bulls are apparently trying out mostly only second-round picks at the Advocate Center. Right now we're going to get into that, cover some Sox and Cubs, regular season, and uh, more things going on as it unfolds. When the fourth-quarter buzzer sounds at the end of a sports game, turn to us for your fifth-quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farrell, saying so long for Will's fifth-quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth-quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth-quarter specials. Go to WilliamDFarlow.com. Join the sports convo and share your opinions on all things sports on Twitter at William D. Farlow and use the hashtag Will's Fifth Quarter Special. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. Fifth quarter. Never stops here on Will's Fifth Quarter Special.